0: Wrestling should be fun, should be fun, wrestling should be fun Wrestling should be fun, should be fun, wrestling should be fun
1: Hello everybody and welcome to Wrestling Should Be Fun episode 91 Three episodes away from the promised land of 90s Mike Knight Who's coming for the best of the 90s, he has told us, so we wait excitedly for that but today it's the last day of the english football season that matters no one cares about the premier league and i am joined by the most capped member of the wrestling should be fun community it is ross the boss casey ross how are you doing
0: yeah bro. well thanks mate very well didn't have the excitement that you had with the football league today ha- having finished firmly mid-table but we both won
1: and that's pretty rare done a bit of qpr over there, don't boys yeah saying. that's it man I can't really work out what his boys are. Are They bees. Are they born Wood. Is it QPR? <laughs> is it? No. no. Yeah. Apologies to our uh, fallen brother, Simon Meddy, <laughs> uh, for knocking you out of the playoffs. But yeah, three one and you fucked it up. It's not not, not really my fault, is it?
0: <laughs> Tell the world what you were drinking at the New Den.
1: So yeah, uh, a surprise to no one who listens regularly. I did find out you can get red wine at the New Den. Um I I went to the bloke, where have you got a wine list? <laughs> said, well, we have a wine. I was like, good, because like, I couldn't see one. Thanks very much. I didn't want a crisp lager. Thanks very much. And got uh, Yeah. The red wine at the new den went down very well. And it coincided with a second half comeback. So it clearly did, so... <laughs> it did the trick. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe Ben Burrett and Diaz and a couple of Chilean reds half-time, and that's why it turned <laughs> up for the first time in two months. <laughs> Anyway, enough about football, because I've got a load of, like, charity championship cricket references to get in later on. So, um, (laughs) but we'll get on with the wrestling, which is why everyone's here. Ross, do we have a call-up sheet? We do, James. Yes, we do. Yeah, I am JCH, but I always forget it.
0: Okay, call-up sheet. We have got ourselves plenty of call-up sheet members this week, so I'm going to read off a few names just to s- say thanks for um, wanting a shout out, and we'll just give um, say your name on the podcast, which is still pretty good, I'd say. Uh, let's give a shout out to Culture Splat, EMGG, Short sure Shot Mar, Hatchet Legend, Neon Bliss, Cheeseburger. John Melhuish, Cherry Broken Dreams, and West Brom's own Clint McCormick. Unlucky on your playoff failure, just like JCH today. So oh, yeah. let's get into some gimmicks. Let's start off with Jordan Melnick, just a washed up club curler
1: and wrestling fanatic. Okay, so Jordan Melnick, washed up club curler. I mean, if you're talking curling to me, I'm thinking Rona Martin, um yeah. Evie Muirhead. That David Bloke also did it for Scott, like for Britain. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so Jordan Melnick, I think he's he's a bit of a, a diamond of the old stones, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's on the yes. ice. He's comfortable on the ice. He can walk in those shoes. Have you ever yeah. done curling, Ross? Never done curling, but they do do it for
0: five pounds at Kings Cross down by me. But so, but, but five pounds
1: seems quite a lot to do it. Not on ice. Well, a few years ago. It was the only, there was the only, the only curling rink in England. Like, And to be fair, it might still be, like the full-size one. I know they got some like rooftop ones and stuff. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. It was in uh, Tunbridge Wells. And for my 30th birthday, I hired the whole thing out and we had a 18, 16, 16 tournament. Love that. It was, a, it, was it is so hard. I can imagine yeah. Like, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You don't, only one person fell over, but like, I think it was like most of the scores were nil. 0 nil. <laughs> Getting yeah. in is bloody hard. <laughs> but, and they're oh, annoyingly well not annoying it was great but they sold beer in the curling rink at 11am which we thought they weren't going to so we thought we'd just have a bit of a curling before a drink but yeah alas well Jordan so, Jordan Melnick come to my next 30th birthday <laughs> and you'll be the expert I imagine <laughs>
0: washed up or not also he can have <laughs> a um, feud against Kenny Omega to be the rights of the holder of, of the name The Cleaner very much so
1: yeah, <laughs> and that and that also feeds with fits in with curling, like sweeping. Exactly. Yeah, he does, <laughs> I reckon mean, he does do curling. <laughs> Next
0: up, short lane. Life is so hard, but we won't stop until we make it to the
1: top. So it's short lane. Short lane. Yeah. I mean, well, life is hard unless you take the short lane. Nice. So he's already skipping out on the uh, the hard work. He's a shortcut. Yeah. He's a cheap. He's a cheap Pete Hill.
0: Cheap Pete Hill, yeah. Definitely got a side deal with Adam Pearce to get the best contract.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like if he gets say um, he's in a triple threat. He's the guy who throws the bloke out after he's nice finisher and pins the other bloke because he's always, you know, taking the short lane. Yeah, love it. Great gimmick. Next up, Eric. He, him, me.
0: I don't know. Ask whatever. I have many hobbies and passions. What are they, Eric? <laughs> we need <laughs> some of them to work with this. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely some kind of um, man of mystery I think
1: <laughs> Eric Mysterio <laughs> well, so you, you say you, you say to me Eric and we're also on the weekend of uh, a coronation to me I'm getting some strong Eric Cantona the real king nice vibes. so I think this guy he's just walking around he's chipping penalties he's pissing on seagulls or whatever he thing was he's kung fu fighting against the crowd he's yep. King Eric Perfect. And well, and... I can't wait to hear about his hobbies. So I <laughs> to get, him get back to us,
0: Eric. <laughs> on your hobbies. Also, wrestlers are starting to get into the thing of getting rest, um, football shirt merch. So that's perfect for him. It was it was,
1: it was the boy's name Daniel McAvoy. Danny. McAway. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was good. Where is he now? I don't know. He's still like, around. Classic he football is. shirts. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: on <like> the road. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Quentin Bretsky says Kia Aura and Hail Megatron, Dua Lipa, Saint Louis, live concert date status is now at naught 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 naught.
1: So he's been to no concerts live. Is, um,
0: that, what, is that what I I'm think that's it? what he's
1: saying? <laughs> so do you remember those um, old adverts with the? Uh, I think it's a different orange squash advert, the Robinsons with the, like the girls playing tennis. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah, like that was in. No, it was out. And, and the other one goes, oh, all right, it was out. It was in, even though it was definitely out because she was, like, taking the higher ground. Yeah. But, like, Kia which is a squash, isn't it? Yeah. I think he's this guy, that girl, sorry, but with squash, not tennis. So every time someone tries to cheat, he's just like, no, nah, fair enough. It's sort of like an Orange Cassidy, but or Orange Squash Cassidy. Yeah. Don't really give a shit. just like, yeah, all right. And he just picks up his paycheck and goes home. <laughs> Goes home to Dua Lipa, the lucky fella. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Next up, we've got talented Dopey, cool and collected from LA. We'll
1: never go on this one.
0: <laughs> talented Dopey could be um, a new member of the Insane Clown Posse because it was Shaggy Two Dope and Shaggy Two Dope and
1: Talented Dopey. <laughs> so I had some seven dwarf space thing in my head. Like. <laughs> Both work. Next up, (laughs) mid card
0: Michael. He says, I shitted. (laughs) Sorry, what? I think it's like, I shitted, but with two Ds.
1: So it's like, I shitted. (laughs) Is that a thing? That's what I'm thinking. It's a thing when you're in the mid card. Yeah. 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 You ain't getting nowhere if you stay with your shitted say so you shitted or say the words like you're gonna be stuck in a mid card, mid card Michael. You are 2000 and I don't know how long has he been in WWE now, but like before the Miz got anywhere, mid card Michael, <laughs> mid card you Michael, are the Miz. I was thinking,
0: um, that he could be um, psycho Michael because psycho said himself at WrestleMania 13, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, yeah, fair <laughs> yeah. You-
1: Good to
0: Next up, we've got Rico El
1: Jefe, Vitaligo rapper streamer from Ohio. So has Rico, the old fashionista, yeah. reimagined himself here? Yeah, I like that. And uh, come back as a rapper slash streamer. was he with Billy and Chuck? My boy. Billy. He was, yeah. He was. Yeah, so I think Rico El Jefe is going to come back as the manager of... well. Maybe it would just tag back with Billy and help out as a sort of the fashion Easter of the acclaimed. They're sort of stylist. he's the stylist of the acclaimed. Fantastic, perfect.
0: <laughs> Still got his uh
1: sideburns, right? He's yeah, got it. Got
0: <laughs> <laughs> and last, for a full gimmick, Big D WWE, WWE superfan,
1: the big D of WWE. Done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks very much for all of your requests. There's so many of you we couldn't get around to everyone. So we'll name off the last few Viral Viper, Negro I got a
1: good one for him.
0: <laughs> Rusty Wrestling, W Freaking A, VG Blackwell, Blocking Sled, Wendy Wolfhart, Andy Stowe, and Chloe Cash. Thanks, everyone we'll be back next week with more gimmicks for everyone else
1: can i ask what the selection policy is for getting on the um <laughs> some, if, all, uh, some of the names i hear i was like oh there's something there
0: um if they're high up on the list yeah they've got more of a chance so i've not have to
1: scroll down okay <laughs> 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 i feel like brum would have gone to town with uh chloe cash or something like that yeah <laughs> having some, also some just seen... names on
0: there also just seen Negro Dharmas. I'm a bit sad that, that
1: you didn't get to, to do that once you love a big knee that <laughs> is true that is true <laughs> well that brings to a close this week's Call Up She always is like slowly becoming my favourite part of the show the amount <laughs> of people like throwing things in and I I always worry we're not doing them justice but I, know, I think some, most of the time we do pretty much all right. home
0: huh? yeah uh, because... and they even get an invite to a 30th birthday party
1: Exactly, exactly. In the past, <laughs> um, we'll move on to what the nerds are watching. I've been watching you, a la 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 long, long, long long. long, long, long long. Ross,
0: what have you been watching? so i was uh, lucky enough to host the backlash party for wrestling should be fun sadly after a group invite only two people took up on it <laughs> we who, had a lovely time who was around uh oscar and mike Nice. was well, a good crew good crew and also crew. um for the first half of the
1: show hannah and lucy next you know we had um but classic- like me and we don't get on wrestling wise because they're <laughs> hulkamana fans aren't they? it's true that is true like, now i in the past (laughs) we would gone but not so (laughs) much we
0: did um shot round for every match and lucy lost every match and then had to go home (laughs) fantastic (laughs) we also um because obviously the more that you get the taste you want to carry on we watched rampage afterwards as well and we were doing shot round for rampage and we'll come to that later (laughs) (laughs) and mike Hadn't lost any of the shot rounds throughout the whole thing. He was incredible. We used a dice for the pickums, And so we we're trying to get him to have a shot. And we went with <laughs> the idea of it being over-under pins in Preston Vance versus uh, Mark Briscoe. <laughs> and he won that as well.
1: <laughs> Livid. He's, undefeated. He's going to be undefeated for the next eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the Roman Reigns of wrestling should be fun party. <laughs> <laughs> it only in the nineties, though. But yeah, Backlash was fun. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, well, um, thoughts on Backlash? Like I I'll be honest. I was I had a golf comp early Sunday morning, so I didn't get to stay up and watch. But um, the one thing I did see was the Bad Bunny entrance.
0: Yeah, like, thoughts. Yeah, man,
1: that crowd looked wild. Like I said, I saw a couple of clips on on the socials. Um, that was yeah. the main. The one I watched that was like a few minutes long. I watched the Carlito entrance as well. To be fair, yeah, someone sent me. And that crowd looked absolutely mad all night from what I could see. Yeah. Whoever
0: came up with the idea to put these PLEs, as they like to call them now, in like wrestling-starved cities warrants a big raise because it's worked every single time, whether it be Cardiff, Montreal, Puerto Rico now. It's proving that the crowd is massively into the event. They normally make sure that there's a hometown hero somewhere on the card. Obviously, Drew was not quite a hometown, but it counts, right? They finally put a hometown hero over. <laughs> yeah, not a, not, not a wrestler, but... <laughs> yeah, not everyone gets the bad bunny treatment. Um, yeah, like, and it wasn't just Backlash either. The show beforehand, at the SmackDown at the same venue was absolutely white hot as well. The crowd there were just absolutely well into it. I, th- I think the last show that they had there was New Year's Revolution 2005. So it's been a long wait for them uh, to get a show similar to us with The Clash, clash last edge year. Beat
1: Cena. Cashed in? That wasn't a cash in. That's one well, year No, before. it wasn't a cash in, but yeah. it was
0: another Elimination Chamber. Um, I did watch it actually last week um, for some reason, that whole show. And the first two matches, Eugene snatches Patella in the first match. And then Lita Le- uh, does an ACO in the second match. So it doesn't start great. But um, yeah, Puerto Rico crowd were amazing Zelina Vega was obviously the hometown hero alongside Bad Bunny and both of those two were the ones that got the biggest reactions the pop that Zelina Vega got when she came out pretty much dressed in the flag was amazing and then the pop that she got afterwards after her losing effort was even better and then they treated us to Caribbean cool in the Bad Bunny match we had Carlito and he came out with a huge pop and then Salvio Vega got an even bigger pop it was fantastic
1: my favorite match though was the opener we yeah, that's it, it. was really good. Like, I, I, I might try and check that out at some point.
0: Yeah, Io Sky and Bala- I actually did the, I actually did the call there, called a Belanca. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's gonna call me an, a stupid idiot. That's everyone's dream.
1: <laughs> yeah, called an idiot by Bailey, you made it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the match was fantastic. It was that weird, bizarro world crowd where they were completely into Io Sky rather I heard than that, yeah. Bel-air. bel-air played into it a little bit and like wasn't just got like focused on the wrestling she didn't try and get heel heat but she didn't try and get babyface cheers either because that would have been like riling them up even more so as a babyface she was quite clever of just like okay i'm not going to get any reaction that i'm going to try and get here other than heel reaction and i'm not heel so i love that that she just plowed through them and like okay they- like this crowd aren't into me but this next crowd that i go to probably will be
1: yeah I, I think like someone like bianca Belair, she doesn't seem to be someone who getting that even though it's all like john cena roman reigns is that one crowd who may maybe even just of appreciation for io sky yeah and, and like, actually i would like i think it did lead in a bit towards the finish yeah. maybe or lead to something more for io for sky who's obviously like incredibly talented yeah um so deserves to be right at the top of that card
0: and Michael Cole, to his credit, actually said on commentary that this well-educated wrestling crowd are firmly behind Io Sky. So it's almost who like is he?
1: John Virgo. <laughs> <Fucking hell.
0: laughs> Love it. <laughs> so obviously that's the kind of saying that that crowd were the ECW old-school type fans who knew about the past of Io Sky and were, and want her to be doing just as well as Bianca is doing in, in WWE, and it's almost like. That's the reason that they were cheering. It wasn't because they don't like Bianca. It's just they yeah. want her to be doing better than what she is booking wise, I guess. But the match itself, amazing. Some scary bumps. Io Sky landed on her face pretty scarily at one point where I had to grab Mike's arm live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got fantastic chemistry. I think they faced each other in NXT before and that was a really good match. But yeah, it went like almost 20 minutes, which is rare for a women's match on pay-per-view. And it didn't get boring at any point.
1: And then you had... I I don't feel like EO Sky matches are going to seem that they go... I think 20 minutes isn't something for her that's weird. Yeah. Same with Bianca too. Bianca has some massive main events as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it was brilliant. And
0: then there's an... intro. Like Even though the result was kind of obvious, it was quite an interesting finish with Bailey stomping down towards the end of the match. And you could kind of see Dakota Kai behind her saying... Don't go out there, like leave her to it. And then her trying to help actually caused her to lose in a roundabout way. And it's quite clever because it wasn't obvious that it was her fault because she was genuinely trying to help, but she was caught cheating. That caused a bit of a distraction and then EO Sky lost. But it's not like one of those ones where it's like, oh, it's really obvious. Why didn't the character do this or that? Like you could see that Bailey was genuinely trying to help, but she's not actually helping EO Sky at this point.
1: And that's the story. And so, yeah, so the, I'm guessing like a long time story. I mean, not definitely, but is that EO Sky is better than Bailey? Is she yeah. not? But that's the sort of story they can tell. Yeah. Now you're holding me back, sort of thing to correct exactly between, Yeah. Between, yeah, that yeah, no, is, yeah, yeah, it's an easy story to tell that will create a couple of like spin off feuds and yeah, yeah. And, like, non title women's feuds, which I feel was also, obviously, always like a, Issue that you don't really find so much, in, yeah, yeah, in, in every promotion. Not, I mean, respect. Yeah,
0: and also there's a there's a really nice touch as well where um you know like sometimes Bailey puts someone's name in the back of her head, like shaved in the back of her head. Like once she put Cole for for Michael Cole, um <laughs> she had Io, so it's almost like that yeah, can that be translates seen... into JCH. <laughs> 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 that can be seen as two ways, obviously, which is great for storylines where you could be on Bailey's side and you're saying like, no, that's her showing her support. And that also you could be like, it's her showing her support through like love bombing her to the point where you know that I don't really want her to win, but I'm trying to prove that I do want her to win. Like it's quite clever. No, it is. Yeah. Uh, So that was good. Then the next match was Omos, Seth. Omos is looking more and more like he deserves his spot, which is great, but he is losing all the big matches. So...
1: Well, but but in in that he's lost to Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's yeah. He's not losing to like Theory or yeah yeah. He's quite a big name, man. <laughs> but I don't know. But like he's not losing to Mad Cat Moss, my boy. You know what I mean, exactly, exactly. But it's hey, that. Awkward, but
0: I guess it's that awkward thing of like at some point they need to pull the trigger if they're going to pull the trigger, right? Yeah, like,
1: but I but I don't. But maybe they. Well, maybe the opponent choice is wrong if you want to win. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think no one was expecting him to beat. Seth Rollins, no?
0: Correct, yeah. But also, I know that he's going into the tournament for the new belt, Seth, so you want to keep him strong. But also, it wouldn't have hurt him in the long run to lose to Omos here. It, like,
1: it would have helped Omos more than it helps Seth. What was the match like? I, did they go pretty, like, toe-to-toe? I like, guess it wasn't like a one-sided. I am guess it's less one-sided than the Lesnar.
0: Yeah, correct. And it did take, I think, three in total. Um, curb stomps including the last curb stomp was a super curb stomp off the top rope
1: (laughs) Joel Embiid yeah
0: (laughs) Um, so yeah like I'm not saying Seth should have definitely lost but I'm just saying at some point Omos needs to beat someone big to be seen as okay I understand why that match has been made because at the moment still people are like why Seth against Omos like he's still seen a lot further down the pecking order than he probably should be
1: if you think about someone like a like a Jay cargo and a hook who are these like undefeated streaks and like there's never it's you've got to build up the to of beating for so much it's like such a big pressure with almost coming in and like he's lost to lesnar he's lost to seth rollins but then there's not that pressure of having like an undefeated streak so he can yeah, uh, yeah can go on yeah. a bit now sure he's been in these big matches and i say i didn't see the Rollins match, I was listening to a podcast, they they were quite complimentary about how he'd done with it. Yeah, see you know, saying the same thing. So maybe he's he gets to his level now and he doesn't have that pressure of having like an undefeated streak, and now you can start to build him up, so then you don't have that when's he gonna lose like oh, sort yeah, yeah, of thing. Who's yeah. the person who can beat him? Yeah, in the future. That like, maybe that's a, like a, a positive way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, but like
0: I'm actually with you to be honest, because he's a big man, but when you see Matches that Braun can have and Brock can have, Omos isn't quite that, at that level yet.
1: Yeah, but I'm talking purely in character. Like he needs that big win to be seen as. A... But as soon as he gets, but... yeah, same, But yeah, once he gets to that point, like then you you can't really have him going anywhere other than the top. And if you're yeah, not exactly, really... yeah. you've got to get there first. Yeah, yeah. But yeah,
0: that was a good match. The next match I think was the triple threat match between Reed, Lashley, and Theory, and it was super quick. I think it was only like seven minutes. I saw on cage match. It kind of seemed to fly by, but we got some small glimmers of the fun Reed Lashley stuff, which I hope is a singles match at some point, because those two seem to have some good chemistry. And Theory, yet again, won with the same style of win that he won in the triple threat match with Rodins and Lashley previously, where the big move was hit and he rolled the other guy out and took the pin.
1: Reed um, which... the Lashley screams con man to me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, that'd be good.
0: So How's Fury doing? Like, though? So for me, with Theory, they're missing a little bit with him in that he's not winning comprehensively at any point still. He's still like shit-outs in wins, which as a heel doesn't hurt as much, obviously, because it's supposed to be annoying. Yeah, But the character, probably similar to Omos, it needs to be built up a bit of more like he deserves it. Because at the moment, he had the Money in the Bank briefcase and people didn't think he'd warranted it he's got the us title now and he's people still don't really think he warrants it like even when they had the match with cena that match booking i thought was shite where he came across like a lucky winner again so yeah
1: is he like looking like i mean i'm gonna throw out something here like a sort of 2023 early doors miz yeah a little bit at this point yeah which is a shame because
0: i absolutely love austin theory and they have gone behind him like like way more behind him than they've than Omos, for, for example. Yeah. So it's not like he hasn't got chances, but to me, he has been a little bit held down by the booking of his character. Um, yeah, it's almost held- like,
1: yeah, you've gone behind him, but you don't really want to quite go behind him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but to
0: go on last week's chat, I think that if you put Waller with him, he gains a bit more traction and they become a bit more, like, Fury can be the one that's winning
1: through Waller and it's getting heat on both of them in a good way, rather than Oh, I feel, too... I feel like Waller comes like from what I've seen again. Not having seen loads of both of them, comes across a bit more naturally in his delivery. Yeah, and obviously he's like less about. Well, he's further behind in his career, but I feel like the promos I saw sort of Waller they come across a bit more believable. Yeah, he's definitely got a bit more the the gift of the gab mm. for sure. It's that Aussie shit in it, like Dom's got exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> the way that he does those promos in one take, unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> then, what do we have then? Then there's Zelina Vega match. Yeah, Ria Zelina, yeah. It was a fairly short match. The crowd were firmly behind Vega. Vega is such a good opponent for Rhea Ripley because she's the good base for her to do her lucha moves around. So, similar to sometimes we would say like Cesaro's fantastic for those sorts of lucha matches because yeah. he can catch them and twist and turn. <laughs> And then, as I said, it was generally quite moving, the close-ups of Vega, like, in tears at the start of the match, seemingly throughout the whole match. And then at the end of the match, it was like she didn't stop crying the whole time. But, like, as a baby face in a, in a beautiful way, not in a crybaby, whiny way. Um, no, very much, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It um, style. And the fact that she's been with LWO and she's over as a face is really cool because throughout her whole career, really, she's played the kind of bratty heel and she's brilliant at it and you can understand why she's brilliant at it because she's got the characteristics acting wise that fit it so it's great that she's expanding her capabilities as a baby face so yeah um fair play to her i don't think anyone expected her to win but the crowd certainly wanted her to and that's the aim of the game
1: as so i did hear a couple of people say oh, mate, maybe they should have done the other uh, switch based on the crowd yeah 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 but, um yeah no yeah no yeah say, I think I think there was a lot of captains of Rhea Ripley in the group chat <laughs> yeah there's but um <laughs> no basically yeah I say he is as you say it's great for for her to yeah show this other side to her to her character I saw her like I can't remember where what what year it was but one of the years I was at Mania she, I'm pretty sure it was a Mania been when we were at the Rumble but they brought her out to do they did the page scenes from fighting for my family oh she, yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah she came out and did like the sort of I think she played AJ. Yes, I think she did. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. I might be wrong with that, but yeah, they brought her out. She came out and just yeah got a big cheer there. But was yeah, in her actual career, she's obviously been the heel. Yeah, yeah, most of the time, which she's yeah bloody good at. Like I, I still miss her and Andrade, like, <laughs> my crew. But yeah, that's, it's, yeah, it's great, especially for that hometown, and yeah, to get that reaction and and actually as a babyface, not like a heel who's just at home. It's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. What was next? Was it the Bad Bunny match? Uh, I don't, I, it was Bad Bunny before the the
0: six man. Think so, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. That match absolutely like wrestling should be fun. That was it. It was it was actually booked in a very similar way to the Sting Triple H WrestleMania match. I thought so. You had like the faction warfare play into it. Yeah, with, with Dom and Finn and uh, Sabi Baker, uh, Carlito, the rest of the LWO, and yeah, just. Absolutely brilliant fun. Fair play to Bad Bunny. He clearly worked on his physicality since the last time that we've seen him. He bulked up, and it's quite funny. I think in this one week he did Coachella, the Met Gala, and Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> what well, an absolute legend. <laughs> Coachella to Backlash, the amazing. <laughs> but yeah, he he clearly loves it, and he's nowhere near the physical specimen that Logan Paul is people trying to compare them isn't really fair because one is an actual athlete and one is
1: a guy that just loves wrestling. And But he started it, though. That he, like, that sort of... You can come in and actually be good. Well, maybe yeah. Ronda, to be fair, was the first one who came in out of nowhere and had a banger. Yeah, and a, um, what was
0: the name of the... Is it Stephen Amell? Is that his name?
1: It's Stephen Amell, yeah, yeah. The, um, the guy from Arrow, whatever, yeah. Yeah, against Cody, right? Uh, fair, fair, yeah. It's nuts, isn't it, that people can do... because. I've got friends who just like hates like Logan Paul of what because of what he means to wrestling. I'm like, well, the guy's coming; he's been good at it. Like, yeah. Why is that a problem? Yeah, like, yeah, they should pay their dues. Like, why? Like, coming, <laughs> yeah, yeah. good. Like, let's start, let's make him wrestle bloody Brooklyn Broader for six years before we yeah if they're good enough and they've got star power, let's, let's get him on and that and like someone like Bad Bunny and like Logan Paul and. Ronda Rousey, they've got star power automatically. Yeah. And that's what wrestlers are trying to get to, that level yeah. of star power. You've got the ability, why not well, go... the fact
0: that they made this a singles match when apparently the original plan was for it to be a tag match is proof how much confidence they have in him to perform to a high level. Yeah, there's yeah. no hiding place in a singles match, is there?
1: Cool. So, yeah, it was I thought, cool. I, I saw the entrance and it was, yeah, it's like goosebumps. It was like, I, I couldn't tell you any bad money song. I didn't know he was a person until so he was in WWE. So I'm not yeah. familiar with music, even though he's the most... Streamed artist of all time, according to Michael Carwell, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and, I, and I don't believe it. But um, that crowd was absolutely singing every word, like "Yeah, you move over, fucking Chris Jericho and Fuzzy, like or Cody Rhodes and yeah, oh, or Seth Rollins." That's a fucking sing along. That like, as yeah. much as great as all they are. That was like the, probably the best one, but like, it was definitely the best sing along crowd I've ever seen. Yeah, like, incredible. Yeah,
0: best sing along since uh, Drew McIntyre. <laughs>
1: White cash. He yeah. like, doesn't have any words. <laughs> <You can't. laughs>
0: yeah, that was bad. Um, yeah, but the <laughs> itself was brilliantly fun. You had uh, plenty of weaponry. Uh, Sabio Vega um, gave Bad Bunny a Puerto Rico flagged kendo stick, which was quite fun. They took some mad bumps. There was a Falcon Arrow off the balcony through two tables. At one point, in the crowd which is really cool yeah so bad bunny took his licks did his thing got the win dom got a spat in his face with an apple by carlito because he's not cool It's, it's perfect
1: absolutely perfect booking loved it yeah that's it. i saw the carlito and he got the full entrance in there as well no? yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. amazing yeah, yeah loved it fair play and then you add coming on like you got, after you, your fun brawl you had you your six month story yeah story match yeah i absolutely
0: love this again um mike watching live was saying how he's a bit bored of the storyline now but just, which is a shame because i still think it's the best stuff that they're telling um it's just like the drip feed like they probably could have told this whole story in 3 months but the drip feed is amazing where it's like a little nugget that changes changes the story by the slightest angle but you're still oh that's really Important in the story now. Like I'm following the story in a slow burn way. I absolutely love. Do, and the do you Uso worry?
1: That... I can't remember if I said it on the pod or just in the group chat uh, after the mania. I wasn't on the mania pod, so I imagine it might be the group chat. But I apologize to anyone who's listening. If I said it before, they might be going like one little step too far. You know, you know, like when you're watching a great TV show, it keeps going because of the um, yeah, it's bringing in the money, it's bringing in the viewers, but they like the viewers like lose a little bit each season. And it's sort of like that they and they and then in the ending you actually get even if it's the ending they wanted it's been like drawn out a little yeah. bit too late. Do you worry that that about that at all?
0: Personally, I don't because I'm enjoying it so much on a personal level. But hearing the likes of Mike, who I know love the storyline just as much as me, say that is definitely a worry. And I get that obviously people wanted it to be the the end of the story with Cody, and people were probably still a little bit hostile towards it because of that and then or because it's such a slow burn story it's like oh we hit like almost like a hiccup in the story and then people are going to
1: get back into it a bit later yeah, it's almost oh, like yeah, waiting for it to read like ram- yeah i guess ram- it's
0: almost like when you watch one of those shows and it's got 12 series and it's like series seven could have been an episode type deal right <laughs> like <laughs> but yeah jay uso is so good i know i could say it every single week but again his work that he did with solo sicko in this match absolutely amazing and the fact that Yet yet again, Jimmy Uso was out of the ring every time that they were having these little things. And then he's got like no real like obviously he he does like but in like in storyline, he's got no idea that this is going on. And like he thinks everything's hunky dory. But Jay knows that he's on the chopping block and Solo knows knows that he's going to do it. But he's just waiting for the right time. Absolutely brilliant storytelling. Loved it, loved it, loved it. But I was massively surprised that I thought that the story was they lose the match solo, and Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns have more ammo to aim towards them. But like it's I said, it's such a slow uh, 100% burn.
1: pick'em, some of us didn't. Yeah,
0: it, like like it's such a sl- like a slow burn story that maybe the more interesting one is to have them still win so that the crack isn't entirely exposed. You just know that there's a little bit in the armour.
1: Well, I know you're a massive advocate of uh, Jey Uso being the one. Yeah. Do you not think there's a chance it's Solo Saka Absolutely there's a chance, yeah, yeah. If they don't think that if they think that Jey Uso's got A-level that he's reached, and yeah. Solo's the one who can still go to that extra level, that's all. Yeah, I think that that's
0: the way that they might go, because if Jey Uso beats him, Roman Reigns goes away for a bit, and he comes back... And there's no w- real way to go there because Joso Uso probably like you all tell me he won't like he probably will just be a transitional champion. Whereas with Solo, if Solo is the one to beat him, Roman Reigns comes back as a babyface and has a whole new fresh character again. Yeah, he's not, not a babyface. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> they can easily make him a babyface if Solo is the
1: heel champ, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, he's got to be like, yeah, it'd have to be a cheating win, wouldn't it? But yeah, yeah, no, nah, fair. No, but as I was like, yeah, yeah, and I think that's the thing that yeah, as you say, that keeps people coming back, and that is something that I, as somebody who's not watching all the time, is reasonably interested in. Yeah, who is going to be him, and at what point? And obviously, like you know, Reigns isn't there all the time. I mean, I still think it'd be brilliant if Reigns wins the third title. <laughs> Imagine and that'd, be, that'd be the best thing. I <laughs> right, but um, I would love to be on Twitter that day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So then you did have the main event, Cody and Brock. Yeah. Did that? Go, did it go shortish or uh... nine minutes? Which for a Brock Lesnar match these days is epic, That's quite long. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd sort of woken up at this point. I'd been out that night and I went to bed early for my golf club. Woke up, there was some NBA on and stuff, and I was like checking in on the results for Pickhams Yeah, was, like, the match is starting. The match is ending. Like Pete from Friends. <laughs> Peace <laughs> side. amazing. What a reference. Love it. <laughs> Peace Files. <laughs> <high side. laughs> um, yeah, it seemed to go like, but the, uh, my timeline, it seemed to go down very well with uh, with most people who are watching it. Yeah. As, as um, watch.
0: Brock Lesnar is an absolute beast and he's the end boss and he's such a mentalist with the way that he does his hard way bumps. That bump was so stupid but he's getting paid a lot of money, I guess and he's used to getting hit in the head but So stupid.
1: (laughs) What what did he take? So I didn't see that. Uh,
0: So it was an exposed turnbuckle. So it has like the circular steel rim and he just got thrown into it, but he didn't put his hands up. He just literally rammed his head into it. (laughs) And literally as he pulled away from the turnbuckle, just spurting blood. It was, yeah, it was, what do they call it? The the, uh, great muter scale of blood. I would give it like a four out of (laughs) 10. Not quite Orton versus Lesnar. <laughs> oh, that, that was the elbow, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the
0: match itself, I had a debate with Phil, Editor Phil, which, shout out to Editor Phil, always does a great job. Mid. On the finish, because he hate, he hated the finish, but I'm of the opinion that, well, for people that haven't seen it, it was a Kimura lock that was placed onto the, Cody. The Shane Cody Bay's was the definition. Him, and uh, yeah, pinned him one, two, three. But I made the remark to Phil that you don't beat Brock Lesnar, you survive him, and I don't think it's like cheap win. Like it is a genuine win. It's just you know he
1: didn't batter him, and that's fine to not batter Brock Lesnar. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, so like, yeah, I was saying I call it the Shayna Baszler finish from yes, nice. Was it Kyrie beat her like that once or twice? Yeah, or I think, think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So I like think that I saw some people saying like it was a glorified house show. And I think in terms of, like, lack of title changes and that sort of thing, you can throw that accusation at it. But if I was at that house show and I was Puerto Rican, I'm saying that's the best house show I've ever been to. <laughs> so I'm going to have a good yeah.
1: time. <laughs> I'd say, say all of my, like, again, like, my timeline was very positive about the show, which is not, it's not like a pro WWE timeline I've got. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Everyone was seemed to really enjoy it. The, every all, every clip I saw, like, the crowd like, absolutely had a fucking blast. Yep. It'd like yep. a, yeah, it'd yeah, like a really good show. And like, if I had any time this weekend, I might have had a, had a look.
0: What place in the world
1: should they do next? Mexico. Nah, because I no, nah, I don't want to watch like a Rey Mysterio in the main event. Okay, but, well they might though. To be fair, you could watch Santos. It. It's not for me. Santos, Santos Escobar I and
0: um Engel,
1: have a go. Well, I'd watch him anytime. <laughs> 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 that's a good question. Well, probably Saudi Arabia. In it, that's where they go next. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Mansoor will be back. Well, the
0: amount of Scottish wrestlers that they got on the main roster now. Get yourself down to Glasgow.
1: <laughs> <Settled> Barrowlands. <Park. laughs> Get down to <laughs> <Semi> Park. <laughs> <laughs> I think Drews are blue though, isn't
0: he? They've got a lot of Aussies now as well, haven't they? So go back to Australia.
1: Australia's a good one, to be fair. Australia will be a good one. But yeah, I I agree with what you say, like the way um just yeah, moving these these like POEs around to places with a with a hot crowd. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense makes definitely. a lot of sense and yeah as you've seen with like the way aw have sold tickets in london if you starve someone not starve someone's the wrong word but if, if you don't go all the time it makes it special so everyone's going to go yeah definitely but I'd, 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 I'd say i don't if aw came back to england i don't think they'd do anyone near the same numbers it but, would be hard to yeah yeah, yeah so like it's I, I yeah so i wouldn't recommend doing it like every year running wembley
0: even as as like an audit like Obviously, it's a much smaller scale, but New Japan did Copper Box and then went to Crystal Palace, right? That shows yeah. like the kind of drop off a little bit. I
1: think mean, that was New Japan pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I think you, I do think you're right with that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, maybe they'll do the Craven Cottage next time. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then they're running like late in Orient. I don't know. Did you say that you've watched Dynamite as well, James? Yeah, yeah, I watched Dynamite. Any hot takes? Got any hot takes? But I try remember what happened on Dynamite. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> my it. my big hot
0: take was um, the small, like how I say how I love the little small details in wrestling. The small little detail of you know a few weeks ago, Jungle Boy questioned if Darby Allen should even be a role model for kids in his promo. Yeah. Did you notice that he gave his skateboard to a kid? On the entrance of his match like I small think, things like that, that. Oh, i love yeah. it love it love it love it that match was great the mjf sammy g stuff really enjoy it they've obviously got a huge history in, in aw like it's hard to have a, a big history in such a in terms of years that they've been going but they have that which is great but there's a small little niggle in it in, in terms of like sammy g has made it harder for himself to win the belt which is a little like logic annoyance of mine sometimes with these things when
1: well, he's not in it for the belt he's in it for the money really <laughs> fair enough That bit when he was just like, like and he did the opposite of what like I mean, we would do like you, you don't watch the show and then you ask questions he was like i saw that car there was no yeah yeah, yeah he's like oh yeah to, i had to lay out my back or it wasn't was yeah, like, yeah yeah so there was some like it's ridiculous logic but yeah yeah, yeah it's not fair. like pretending that's like you, you watch some shows and it's just like well clearly he's gonna see that next week and be like yeah, yeah, no, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like obviously he's now in a match with three other people, so he's got technically to beat more people. But that's just a minor quibble. I thought yeah,
1: but he wasn't going to. He wasn't going to win it. He was going to lie down and take the money. <laughs> Fair enough. That was, but that was the story. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. like Ty Mello was like, "What are you lying down for this clown for?" Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But but I enjoyed the show. I think that AEW in general has been very good
1: recently. The best thing on it every week. To me, at the moment, is Brian Danielson. Oh, he's so good, isn't he? And that just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those, I mean, those lot. I, he's the, he's a the standout. Like, Moxley's very good. But I'm not going to pretend he isn't. Like, and he 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 holds his own in the promo. The other two just stand there like, and they do their bit. Um, yeah, yeah. But Danielson's just been on an absolute tear. He's yeah, killing yeah, killing it,
0: absolutely killing it. The way that they filmed that promo was quite cool. They look really menacing, like. The way it was framed. And um, I don't know if you yeah. saw this, but there was a tweet that did quite well that was posted when it was live that was like the picture of them. And then four tickets to the um, 2.30 showing of Barbie, please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <That's>
0: fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But yeah, AW Stella again. I actually enjoyed the Soraya match. I think that Soraya getting a lot of that ring rust out of her. It yeah, that actually had a was Nightingale, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Willow Nightingale is a brilliant baby face. Love her and the swerve, bro, of Cheetah, and I know that you wanted to mention her shoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but right, like, yeah, yeah. Like, a, the shoes, but B, how did she run down in those shoes? They look like know. it was like a flip flop with a hot dog on the bottom or something. Like, <laughs> I just like fair play to her for running down in them. A, they were terrible. Like, <laughs> they're terrible shoes. But B, she did run down in them. To be fair,
0: her <laughs> own risk. That was a uh, big insurance risk there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love Sheida. Like I, I saw like your did, was it you put out the best AEW women's title run. Yeah, and I, mean, I think it was Phil uh, who said Sheida, and I don't, I don't, I don't feel I'd argue. I think Jamie's getting there. And, uh, yeah, maybe when it's done, it'll be a different story. But like, yeah, it's, it's her title run. I think yeah, Phil again said it was there was no no crowds and it's sort of like yeah, it's a little asterisk. Remember, that's why it's not remembered as as fondly. Yeah. Not as fondly is the wrong word, but as like as well as it could have been. But she was just having the bangers. Yes, yeah, so was it? Uh, yeah, I'd like to see more of her on on TV. To be honest, because she's fucking great. I'm also
0: pleased that she didn't join the outcasts. Like it doesn't make sense for no. her to join the, the outcasts. So yeah. And then, um, you see Rampage? We watched Rampage. Yeah, Preston Vance had five pins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what what um what what show was the uh, Jay Lethal's crew being farmers? Oh, that was, that was Dynamite. That was, that was that, so that was good. that was on uh, Dynamite, wasn't it? Dynamite. Yeah, went to um <laughs> farm. Amazing. It's got gotta get a mention after that. I know Jay's all right, but watch out for the one with the coveralls. All <laughs> oh, <lot> of them. <laughs> what is happening here? That was incredible, incredible work from that, from those lot.
0: I think AEW are doing a better job of like a little less serious with that sort of stuff. Like, i like I get that they're pro wrestling and that they're aiming at a different audience to WWE, but wrestle crap is part of wrestling. And it's fun. Yeah. Nobody is gonna be saying that we need two hours of wrestle crap, but to dice
1: it in alongside the brilliant wrestling is the perfect blend, right? I'd agree. I will move on to that and we get some rampage. Okay. <laughs> hey, number one, I uh, Jim Ross go home. The end of that Mark Briscoe match when they hit the Jadewilla and he went, Well, that's not it. That's never gonna be it. We just hit the fucking finish out of his like <laughs> Recently deceased brother, anyway. A but B is finished. no No yeah. fucking product. That's pathetic. Yeah. Like that. Guy, yeah. I, I know I get on him quite a lot because he doesn't like AEW. I don't know why he's there. Like every so often, like something like a Dustin Cody match. He was great, and he is great for that. But yeah, yeah. You should. What are you doing? Yeah, I think I, it, I think it really shows that he either respects
0: the wrestlers in the ring, or he's got a complete lack of respect for it, and he lets that kind of. Fade as to where he goes with his commentary, and it's yeah. not really fair to the wrestlers that don't
1: have his respect. <laughs> no, I agree. And oh, but also, it's a fucking good move. The change is a good move, it's not like a nothing move. I don't like, you should know your product and not, yeah, that, that pissed me off. I'm honest. Like, and then yeah. the fucking Hardy boys can go home as well, <laughs> get in the sea. Like, why are you here? Like, that I mean, I know it's, I know where wrestling should be fun, and it's fun. Was it fun? I enjoyed, like, Hook sitting there eating a bag of crisps and then getting up. Yeah. But, like, it, to be fair, like, I don't think it ruined Hook, which I was worried about. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. That would, I thought it was shit. Absolute shit. I don't fair know enough. And I apologise for being that's and for the brand, but... That's, that's your opinion, man. If, did you enjoy it?
0: So, Mike demanded that we watch the director's cut. So, our version was 20 minutes long. So, you'd absolutely love that version. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know necessarily which bits you saw and which you didn't see, but to me, Stokely Hathaway was the absolute star of that. Yeah, but he wasn't he was only in about two minutes, he ran off. Okay, so did he not see the bit where like he's wrestling Maxwell?
1: Yeah. That's, okay, and and that's so saw... reasonably me funny, sure. <laughs> but like he's in the middle of fucking Matt Hardy just been <laughs> three times he's the same fucking line. Get some of new material, you prick. No, That's getting clipped I've for got TikTok. a version one shell. I love old Matt Hardy. This guy though, no. Delete yourself, you prig.
0: That's not getting on on TikTok.
1: <laughs> 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 nah. No, I, 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 like, I I enjoyed like the enjoyed maybe the wrong word. The one I think it was the original one that him and Jeff Hardy did where like they got like reborn out of the sea and all that. in like, impact. Uh, yeah. But like it's not no. Not anymore. It's twenty twenty three. I don't want to see you. Yeah, well, any, ever. Like you, when was the first one? 2018, 2017, something like that. Like, same old shit in it. Yeah. But, but worse versions of it. And like people like Ethan Page is good. And like Lee Moriarty is an up and coming guy and got big bill. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I think he's got a place. Like I enjoy I quite enjoy his work. I, I think it's like, oh no. No. <laughs> but I hated it. Absolutely hated it. And oh, I say yeah. like the only thing I feel they did well was they didn't, like, drag Hook all the way into it. And they've sort of... Well, yeah.
0: I will retort it on the... I thought it was quite a clever way of disbanding a faction, and especially a faction that, from the get-go, told everyone we're not a faction, we're just a yep. mad jumble of people that MGF have paid. And doing it in this way gives Hardy Boy stuff to do, gets private party over, and also does it in a fun way that is quite social and will get traction. I can imagine that Rampage viewers probably perked up a little bit because of it, potentially. Because I think, unlike your viewpoint, there's a lot more people that see it in a positive way, The like the past <laughs> history of the deletion <laughs> matches. And Oral. I think that there's a bit more crossover, especially with someone like the Hardy Boys, from like jaded Attitude Era fans all the way through to people that love them in their last WWE run that will not watch AEW, but when they hear that jeff hardy's doing something they'll be like oh i'll watch jeff so i think it was quite clever to do it it wasn't particularly new i'll agree agree with you (laughs) on that that it wasn't like oh that is like oh it was a whole new fresh idea of a deletion match it was almost like a tick box entry it was like fireworks vanguard one the housekeeper reby maxwell Tick tick tick,
1: and then no, the... the bits where Matt Hardy's family were in were a lot better than the bits that Matt Hardy with in.
0: <laughs> <So, laughs>
1: yeah, that, okay. I think it's hear me pissing me off. Like, just I don't, no, I don't want to see you ever. Like, well, I, I, I can't get like Andrade or Miro on the TV, but yeah. I get this guy every fucking week. Yeah,
0: <laughs> okay. I feel a bit like um, when he's with the likes of Private Party, who are young and exciting and can go in the ring, he could easily be the Michael Hayes of the group. You know, rather than they're on the outside watching Hardy match,
1: and therefore you're you're watching a Hardy match. You know, no, no, I, no, I think that's a that's a fair comment. I say I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a job, just not one where I have to watch him wrestle. Be <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be a great idea if he's yeah if he's managing when the uh, other private pie Quinn comes. But I'm guessing he's injured because he just yeah vanished. Yeah, but he he goes to Michael Hayes. Then that great, yeah, fantastic. I think tells a. But then they brought Jeff Hardy back in as well. Yeah. Mr. Reliable, Jeff Harding. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay.
1: So yeah, that was the deletion. One
0: of us liked it. One of us definitely did not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, nah. Not everything's not for everyone, is it? <laughs> south slangin',
0: with hustlers, so we finish on just a, a little quote on um, NXT. I'd
1: say you watch a bit of NXT, yeah?
0: Yeah, this week, like, well, last week now we had JD McDonough's farewell NXT match, and it was against Dragon Lee, and it was brilliant, really, I really good match. Was good, yeah. And they're um teasing Dragon Lee and Noam Dar as the next feud, and Noam Dar was outside.
1: Noam Dar um, still were there.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. he's still carrying around the NXT UK Heritage Cup. <laughs> it's great, and there was a fantastic bit where they do like. Uh, three moves in a row then they both hit a, a double clothesline and the crowd like rise to their feet and start chanting this is awesome and clapping and stuff and then it cuts to Noam Dar and he just signals with his hand saying it was okay just <laughs> <laughs> brilliant he's good Noam Dar isn't he like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was my highlight
0: of NXT that was great it was quite interesting that they had the NXT tag team champions Isla Dawn and Kaylee Ray who I Proposing get renamed Iron Brew as their witches of <laughs> <in> Scotland. <laughs> I um, didn't like it. Uh, they face Katana Chance and Caden Carter, who have gone to Raw. They both got drafted, both teams, haven't they? Yeah, so it was quite an interesting idea to put them to in a match. I wasn't sure what was going to go down in the main event. I was like, maybe another team come in and demand that they're part of it, and then they win it or something. But no, it was a it was a great match. It was a clean match, and the Scots won. And they go to SmackDown with the belts, which is quite interesting. I'm not entirely sure how that's going to work.
1: Who is the women's tasting champions on Raw? SmackDown. They're on SmackDown as well. Oh, the um, the actual so Raquel and Liv. They're on Raw. I think they're on Raw, but maybe that's a maybe. Yeah, they have another belt. I don't know. Yeah, maybe potentially. Yeah, but yeah, and, um, and I'll flip it around next a bit. But...
0: NXT remains to be probably my most fun show. That I watch every week. I just, I just absolutely love it. It, it is, is that Pillow
1: Girl still knocking around? She's still knocking around. Um, she's mad. Yeah.
0: She hasn't um, wrestled too much recently, but there's obviously been a fair amount of drafts, so possibly she gets a bit more chance. Yeah. She oh, also on... there was a debut from Danny Palmer, who finished with a frog splash, which was really, really good. Is that a male or female competitor? Female. So potential there as well so yeah they just keep on
1: bringing in these exciting people right in in a frog splash level obviously we've got yeah. you got montez ford at the yeah top, you got oku and then you got like rob van damme is like your mid-level for yeah. was it above or less than rob van Dam? no it's not quite rob van Dam
0: level i'm going to say it's yeah it's closer to like a seth rollins frog splash yeah. but still good so the fourth best Fox Flash of all time yeah 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 you hear me Dom you hear me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah NXT continues to just entertain so much fun and tomorrow night we get Dijak versus Dragonov, which is going to be great
1: oh I won't watch that <laughs> I'm on my TV when I go home from work. yeah was, I think that concludes what the nerds were watching finish up with a quick book of bingo
0: yeah that's pretty much it for me this week um, so let's do a book of bingo
1: B-I-N-G-O and bingo was his name Oh.
0: Okay, I've uh, spun it and we've got an intergender match. As always. It's Rowdy Roddy Piper against Julia Hart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I've been enjoying Julia Hart's work recently. That's been good. I'd like to see more of the uh the boys because then you get some big, big, big knees. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so right, Rowdy Body Piper versus Julia Hart. I'm going first. Go on. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You've got Rowdy Body Piper. I mean, literally, but is this the first ever time we've had a Thing where the f- one person was dead before the other person was born potentially <laughs> <laughs> no 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 piper died quite quite late right no, no, yeah, yeah, no, but yeah. <laughs> at least before the other person's career started <laughs> <laughs> right well rowdy buddy piper is knocking around let's give him a bit um with his with his mate ronda rousey they've shared a name yeah so we've got a a team of Randy Winnie Piper, Ronda Rousey, and Randy. he was managing Chuck Palumbo as well, wasn't he? At one point? Back to back Chuck Palumbo references. Yep. <laughs> got him in there. That's what I was looking for. So <laughs> we've got Rowdy Winnie Piper, Chuck Palumbo and Ronda Rousey are a faction in impact. Uh we'll go neutral ground. Uh they're sort of going around like smashing coconuts on people's heads and wearing leather jackets like the three of them looking like they sort of know what they're doing then they're interrupted by the house of black with they call her the black widow or something they call it she's got a name she doesn't have a name julia hart let me look after you well well we'll go with it the black widow julia hart black widow seems too obvious doesn't it um, so they come out. To interrupt the uh, the trio of Rousey, Palumbo and Piper, which I'm already excited about seeing in a in a six person match. We'll give Brody King the night off because he doesn't have as good a knee as the other two. And we're getting Julia Hart, Malachi Black, and the knee meister himself, Buddy Matthews against Rowdy Roddy Piper, Rowdy Ronda Rousey, and let's get Rowdy Chuck Palumbo in a six-person match. There's a lot of knees, some bangers, and Julia Hart pins Roddy Piper. Not my best work, (laughs) I mean, it's Ross. I've I've basically just booked a match around getting to see Buddy Matthews knee someone. He wasn't even in the thing. So I think think you can take this one home. (laughs) I'm fine with it because
0: um, I'm just excited to find out who the Black Widow is. (laughs) (laughs) okay so my idea is just the idea that roddy piper thinks he knows all about julia hart and he hates what she's about because he thinks that she's uh like Hart family member and that like she skipped doing the dungeon and that she's like Again, not earned fault, it was... <laughs> And that she's not earned her stripes <laughs> and that she needs to, you know, respect her family name and be wrestling with with the person that made the Hart family name, Vince McMahon, and he's always online trashing her, saying about how she how she's not a proper <laughs> heart. And Julia keeps on writing back to him that she's not part of the Hart family. It's just the same surname. But he's not having it. He just keeps on going in on her and then he finds out that she's um, engaged to lee johnson and he goes absolutely mad about that being like you're married I'm to bristol a crap city. football. <laughs> you're married to a crap football <laughs> manager he couldn't even get bristol city promoted <laughs> <laughs> and he was famous for nepotism as well because he, because he only got in the team because of his dad gaza
1: gaza yeah Yo, town <laughs>
0: And she's getting all this just, just torrent of abuse from this like grizzly old veteran who thinks he knows best. But she's like, mate, none of this rings true. <laughs> <laughs> but it starts to gain traction. And there's certain other grizzly old men on <laughs> on Twitter that even though none of it is based in truth, they've got a feeling. And their feeling is that is that Roddy knows better than Julia Hart because Julia Hart's just a little old girl that doesn't know what she's doing in the wrestling business. So they're all getting behind her and there's, Attraction of We Hate Julia Hart fan club with Jim Cornette and all those crusty old
1: types.
0: (laughs) And eventually Tony Khan's like, I'm I'm, I'm not having this, I'm not having this. So he sends a 260 word (laughs) tweet out, (laughs) too long, a a bit rambly. But ultimately, he's booked it all in (laughs) Roddy Piper
1: versus Julia Hart. And... In a Beyond the Grave match. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's going to be booked exactly like the Vince McMahon, Bret Hart, WrestleMania 26 match where Julia Hart just comes out with a chair and batters. <laughs> all, and family. All, her,
1: all her non-Family Hart members are around <laughs> the
0: Yep. So you've got Ian Hart.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tony <laughs> Hart. Yeah, Tony Hart. Hart. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm all in for this. What we'll uh Melissa Joan Hart? Melissa Joan Hart, who is an oh, yeah. AW fan. She's been. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a comp ticket. <laughs> I'm, I'm well in for this. This is a great. Yeah. Ian, Ian um, Hart is there. <laughs> Ian Hart, Tony Hart, but <laughs> <laughs> <Melissa> Joan a Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Any, um, has, anyone has listening uh, feel free to send in your heart that you want to. Um... yeah give us your favorite non-wrestling heart related heart factions i think maybe that's... just the whole
0: hearts fc team
1: <laughs> lawrence shankland <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I think he plays for heart <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the feud <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, you've taken this one by a long, long way. <laughs> like, maybe, th-
0: maybe that goes on just after the two episodes of Minder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tr- just trying to think of other hearts. <laughs> That's brilliant! What a fantastic way, and I think what a great way to end, end the show. Um, <laughs> Russ, do you have anything to plug uh, outside? So um, I, I they, actually they do. They don't have hearts in their name. <laughs>
0: Yet again, I'm gonna plug the uh, Wrestling Should Be Fun TikTok that is just uh open with a, the brilliant Oscar with his creative mind creating the goods for that channel, um, which is found at, at wrestling should be fun. Instagram, Dom's doing his ring post posts, which are always brilliant. Also the thrown Jake in some Hager memes.
1: fantastic.
0: Also throwing in some memes. I saw that um what's his name? Jake Hager liked the recent one that he did. So yeah. props to Dom. And on Twitter, of course, we're still plugging away. Over sixteen thousand so followers now.
1: So you got a hundred likes for your, uh, for the Enzo. Yep, saw that. Great
0: <laughs> bit of creative from, from, uh, from yourself. I saw the one person that, that um, responded by just saying, "That's Enzo Fernandez." Someone actually say that. <laughs> so I sent yeah. back the um, yeah, Jack Wilshire see. So I sent back the Jack Wilshire meme of just, "Okay, mate."
1: <laughs> Is it? Is it
0: (laughs) fucking hell? (laughs) And lastly, let's plug soon to be on YouTube and all other podcast places your apron bump episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. I say I've watched like a couple of matches already, and shockingly, not shockingly enjoyable. But one of them, I was surprised I enjoyed it. Um, (laughs) But yeah, now I'm looking forward to uh, to getting on that tomorrow night and having a chat about uh, yeah my uh, my past love for Ring of Honor. So like, well, I'll give one spoiler. He fucking hates B.J. Whitman, <laughs> what I'm going to say. And I I'll have awesome. more comments about that on the apron, bummer. <laughs> Drink lots of water and look after your mates. See you, pals. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun.
0: Wrestling should be fun. Wrestling should be fun, should be fun. Wrestling should be fun.